0: After another one possession loss by Missouri, some fans are wondering if it's time to make a change at quarterback. Well, let's talk about Brady Cook and, of course, this entire Florida game. And also, where is Mizzou right now? What represents progress? Is this progress? Well, let's talk about all that and more right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail, hey you true sons and daughters. I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball, your team is every day. And be sure to check out lockedonmazoo.com for all your links. Send your friends there who love the Tigers as much as we do. And I tell you, I guess we got to start with the quarterback position today because obviously Brady Cook had his moments, I think, on Saturday for sure. I think moved the ball pretty well at times, but also a couple back-breaking interceptions as well. Well, first of all, I, I think heading into the bye week here. Yeah, in some ways, I guess this would be a decent time to make a change at quarterback, right? But my gut tells me that Eli Drinkwitz isn't ready to to do that just yet. And I don't think I would be either. But to be fair here, this entire opinion, well, there's something missing from it, isn't it? And that's that I don't get to see Sam Horn play football nor Jack Abraham, for that matter. Although we did get to see Abraham a little bit this season, and, well, the results in a very, very small sample size, especially against Kansas State, weren't great. But you all know when I scouted Abraham this previous off season, I wasn't convinced that he was the answer at starter. And, well, ultimately, Drinkwitz apparently agreed naming Cook the starter early in camp. And, by the way, for those of you who are wondering about a former Elite 11 East St. Louis recruit, Tyler Macon. Well, a couple weeks ago, the word is that Macon was actually running the scout team in the week up to the game. So that kind of tells you he's pretty firmly in the fourth string right now at Missouri. So I don't think his time as a Tiger is necessarily long at this point. He's just, he's buried on the depth chart right now. For what I liked Macon coming out of college, or excuse me. I liked Macon coming out of high school a lot. So don't get me wrong. I understand the curiosity, but I just think right now he's not close. But so again, back to Cook. I think the Vanderbilt game, he's going to start, and Missouri absolutely has to beat Vanderbilt. Let's just start right there. Because if Missouri loses that game, well, then any talk of progress is out the window, and any talk of basically anything goes at that point. If you want to start Horn the very next week and for the rest of the season, I wouldn't necessarily blame you except for the fact that you do have to take the redshirt, four-game redshirt limit into account. But, again, back to Cook. You know, first of all, I just before we talk about Brady Cook's two interceptions and here's something that most Missouri fans haven't done, well, I'm going to do it. I'm going to give it up to Jaden Hill because he was the guy who talked some smack the weekend of the game saying that well we're Florida and we're supposed to beat Missouri and of course I clap back at that saying hey bud uh, actually Missouri has a winning victory against Florida all time I got news for you well he backed up his talk no doubt about that and impressively as well a guy who came off a major knee injury last season so in a way good for him but at the same time I think you got to put While great plays by Jaden Hill, I think you got to put both balls mostly on Brady Cook. The first one was just a simple slant play to Luther Burden. And you notice, you go back and you watch this play, the outside linebacker checks Burden, just hits him in the side, legally, by the way, within five yards, throwing off Burden's timing and the play's timing completely. Hill recognizes the route combo, as he said in post-game, and just drives on that route. I mean, frankly, the ball just should have never been thrown. When, when your receiver is thrown off that much, your primary receiver, well, it's time to look somewhere else. And again, credit to Hill for recognizing the play, recognizing that, okay, now that this guy has been chucked off here, I see the running back is going into the flat position here. More than likely, this is going to be an in-breaking route, a slant-type route, and he sat on it, made the play. Obviously, just a bad play by Brady Cook and a really good play by Jaden Hill. Now, as for the second interception, third and six in the red zone, you know, to me, that could have easily been pass interference. You go back and you look at it, Towski Dove tries to run maybe a dig, an in-breaking-type route about 10 yards downfield or so. Well, when he tries to break across his body, you can say, well, Dove needs to make sure he gets across the defender's face in that particular situation. Well, Hill reaches out his left arm and basically prevents Dove from getting across his face and actually kind of knocks him to the ground a little bit. So to me, that could have easily been a pass interference. But another thing to notice on that play, once again, the outside linebacker checks Dominic Lovett in the slot just knocks him off his route he stumbles and is basically taken out of the play. so once again Jaden Hill is able to ignore one of the players on that side of the field and just drive on the route so some of that is really give some credit to Florida there the chipping there the chipping action on our receivers by that outside linebacker was really effective on both of those interceptions, and that's something that Missouri should have had a counter for and, and, frankly, just didn't. Listen, the bottom line is, once again, I don't think Brady Cook has been a world beater by any stretch of the imagination, but he's also not been bad either for the most part. Yeah, he had a couple bad moments in that Florida game, but there are also some good moments too. I just think it kind of goes to show you that, especially in the Pinkle era, Missouri fans were spoiled by great quarterback play, of course, starting with Brad Smith transitioning to Chase Daniel, then transitioning to Blaine Gabbard and James Franklin, Matty Mock, Drew Locke. I mean, that's that's a pretty incredible run of quarterbacks there. It really is. I mean, who are you going to argue is actually the lemon there? I would argue there isn't a lemon among any of them. Obviously, Matty Mock ends up flaming out, but there were people that wanted him to start over James Franklin, for instance. So obviously, he had his moments as well. But you know what? Let's talk more about what I think Brady Cook did well, what I think he can do moving forward for the Missouri offense to hum a little bit more, and also let's talk about Some bizarre play calling, frankly, by Eli Drinkwitz, and yes, even 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 Blake Baker, in my opinion, on a couple crucial defensive situations. But first, I want to tell you about Simply Safe because the numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over four million people, including this podcaster right here, have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their home. And you don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. And here's the thing. In my opinion, here's what Simply Safe does right. It's easily customizable for your home. You can pick exactly the type of security system that you want. Do you want cameras? Well, you got them. Do you not want cameras? Well, perfect. You don't have to have them. And you can get the exact amount of door sensors, window sensors for your home. Here's the best part. Nobody's going to come to your house. You can set this up yourself in about an hour. They're going to ship you a box, peel and stick, easy peasy. Start the batteries that last for years. You'll barely have to think about the thing. So customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com/slash lockedoncollege. Save twenty percent on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. So visit SimplySafe.com slash locked on college to learn more. There is no safe like Simply Safe. All right, if you'll indulge me, just let me put on my Homer hat for just one second here and allow me to make some excuses for my Missouri Tigers because obviously the Tigers were without Its best cornerback in the ballgame, Chris Abrams Drain, by the way, still held Florida to 66 yards passing in spite of that fact. Maybe that was more to do with Anthony Richardson. We can argue about that. But obviously, their best wide receiver, Dominic Lovett, was limited, by the way. That was clear. He played not even close to his full slate of snaps from what I could tell. Four receptions for 39 yards for Dom I would just give him credit for toughing it out and giving his giving his team something out there at the very least. Obviously, Luther Burden left the game halfway through the third quarter. I was unaware that he had been struggling with a high ankle injury. That would actually explain a lot of his lack of production in the last few weeks. If that's the case, wonder if he that was the injury he sustained, likely in the Abilene Christian game. It would seem, and also Barrett Bannister a DNP as well. So some major pieces. Of that Missouri receiver core, which is one of the strengths of this offense, I would say, that's a big deal. And despite that fact, Brady Cook threw for 220 yards on 30 attempts. And this is kind of where I get back to, let's have some more realistic expectations for a college quarterback. Because while, yes, we'd love everybody to be Chase Daniel, that's not realistic. You look at a guy like Anthony Richardson on the opposite side of the field for Florida, There are people that think he is talented enough to be a potential first-round pick, certainly an NFL draft pick, just based on his physical talent alone. Well, the guy was 8 of 14 for 66 yards against Missouri with one pretty bad interception himself. So let's not act like every time Brady Cook makes a mistake that, oh my God, he's not a Division One quarterback. Let's take the hyperbole down a notch. And and once again, it did seem like for a lot of that game, Missouri was moving the ball okay. And as usual, they would shoot themselves in the foot with penalties, with big lost yardage plays on first downs, that kind of thing. And naturally, of course, Missouri, and this obviously Brady Cook's interception was a huge part of this, but Missouri once again digs itself a ten to nothing hole on the road, despite appearing pretty even at the line of scrimmage in terms of talent, in terms of production and explosiveness and all that stuff. So, you know, it is disappointing to see that Missouri just once again seemed to not be ready necessarily in this ball game. And I'll tell you, let's get to some play-calling notes here. Eli Drinkwitz, just a lot of talk about his play-calling so far. And regardless if it's the play-calling, if it's the talent, you have to say, in year three at Missouri, it's his his offense has been a little bit disappointing. Actually, how about a lot disappointing? I think we can say that because we thought that, well, Drinkwitz is going to be this this quarterback whisperer, this offensive guru, and I just haven't seen enough plays that have made it easy on his offense. If anything, he's calling plays that are making it too hard on his offense at times, the reliance on stretch plays if they're not it seems like sometimes if they're not breaking five to ten yards well they're losing five yards on first down and and that's just brutal and just to sort of give you an idea of where my head is at on the whole thing here are the notes I took on Drinkwitz play calling that play call on third and three to start the second quarter was infuriating that's the best drink could come up with question mark And then, oh, a first down play, hey, that loses six yards. I'm going, was Burden going to throw that? Because it sure looked like it. All I know is a six-yard loss, not a great look. Bad red zone offense from Mizzou on one sequence. A second down quarterback draw play out of a timeout where the box was, was loaded, as far as I could tell. To me, you know, leave the quarterback draw, leave that for an audible. That should be a check. Whenever there's nobody in the box, then by all means, have Brady Cook run a quarterback draw. But that should not be – it almost seemed like Drink was playing for a field goal at that point, which would be insane. Again, just still way too many losses running the football. That's just a huge problem for Missouri. One more crucial play late in the game. You'll remember Brady Cook getting nearly bent in half on third down. Now it was fourth and two after he scrambled – you know, it looked, like, it looked like there was early contact on this ball for sure, but I will say you go back and watch that. A lot of people thought, hey, Missouri was running the ball pretty well against this Florida defense, especially with Nathaniel Pete, so why not have the threat of the run there? Missouri goes empty, and I totally understand your point there, and I would have probably done the same thing, at the very least have the threat of a run. But you go back and you watch that, and it is bizarre – that Dominic Lovett, again, Missouri's best receiver, sure he's limited, but he's on the far inside slot on the left side of the Missouri offense, and he's basically uncovered. Like, there's nobody within 10 yards of him. Again, it's fourth down and two. Just check to something. Just get it out of your hands and throw it to him. I don't know, a quick slant, a shallow cross, fine, whatever, just get him the football one way or the other, and get two yards, get six feet. Because if Florida's just going to give you that, you got to take it. I thought that was bad, a bad pre-snap alignment by Florida. But hey, if they're going to give it to you, take it. That's the kind of alignment you should have on first and ten, not fourth and two, when you're worried about that two yards. So I thought that was a biz- that was bizarre. And again, shouldn't Drinkwitz be better at this by now? Shouldn't he be taking advantage of mistakes? by an inexperienced and just not really below average Florida defense, especially by SEC standards, that Florida defense is pretty below average. But once again, whether you want to blame the quarterbacks or lack thereof that Eli Drinkwitz has on his roster, the play calling, or some combination of all of it, ultimately it all comes back to him. And coming up, obviously the Missouri defense played well enough to win once again, for its third straight SEC ball game, but the Tigers come up short once again. And well, I got to say, for as much as I have to say, Blake Baker's done a good job this year's defensive coordinator, a couple real mistakes, in my opinion, by him on this ball game that really cost Missouri. But before we get there, I do want to tell you about betonline.net, your number one source for football betting information this this off season and I gotta say this NFL season so far has left me a little bit cold now don't get me wrong the chiefs still love watching them every Sunday Monday or Thursday whatever it might be a lot of a lot of prime time action for the chiefs but gosh there just doesn't seem to be that many great teams. In the NFL this year, you look at the favorites to win the Super Bowl over at betonline.net. The Bills, a semi hilarious three and a half to one to win the whole thing. Please don't bet that. Those odds are terrible. Eagles, six to one. Chiefs, seven and a half. Then, fourth, you've got the 49ers at 11 to one. They've lost some people injury wise this weekend off that good defense. So, Just not seeing a lot of great teams outside of the top three or four in the NFL right now. And I don't even know that you can absolutely consider the Eagles or the Chiefs a great team yet. Buffalo, maybe you want to give them that, but I don't know. Something about this NFL season. Is leaving me a little cold, but here's how my point is here's how you can spice it up. Go to betonline.net, get some action on it, because that always makes it more fun, am I right? But if you're not into the NFL, of course, college football's an option, soccer, baseball, MMA, the NBA's coming up, college basketball in a few weeks. Ah, yes, they have you covered over at Bet Online, where the game starts. Well, speaking of Missouri defensive coordinators, a former one in this case, some breaking news here. Carolina Panthers have fired their head coach, Matt Rule, and your interim head coach, none other than former Missouri defensive coordinator, Steve Wilkes. Ah, yes. Can't hack it at Missouri as a defensive coordinator. Well, here's an NFL interim head coaching job. Only in America. You got to love it. But hey, good luck, Steve. You're going to need it with that roster and that, and that collection of quarterbacks. But you know what? Again, speaking of the Missouri defense and, and Blake Baker, the new Missouri defensive coordinator, obviously I think Blake's done a very good job this year. The Missouri defense is much improved, although I will say, as I've said before, I give most of the credit to the improvement in personnel. Tyron Hopper, just a a great, great player. Missouri's done really well on the interior defensive line in the transfer portal with Christian Williams and Jaden Jernigan, among others. But, you know, I've noticed a bit of a pattern here with Blake Baker. I think this is a simple adjustment that he can make, but unfortunately these mistakes really cost Missouri on Saturday, in my opinion. Second half, there's a fourth down and two. And Missouri, frankly, defensively just does not account for the quarterback run. And once again, I gave you Anthony Richardson's passing stats. Let me give them to you again. Eight for 14 for 66 yards, one touchdown, one interception. So yeah, Anthony Richardson with the arm was not exactly striking fear into the heart of anyone. And again, on a fourth down and two. I don't care who you are as a quarterback the scramble is absolutely an option if you have any legs whatsoever and again Missouri doesn't account for it in my opinion a 33 yard run by Richardson all the way down to the Missouri two yard line they eventually punch it in and again I love you Blake Baker but please throw me a quarterback spy on a key down put Hopper on him something Bring some edge pressure to his strong side. At least make him scramble the other way. Keep him contained with some outside pressure. Something. Again, I'm talking about key downs here. I'm not saying you do this on first and 10. But like later in the game when it was third down and five, and once again, Missouri plays man coverage and just basically, again, This I believe this was the case on the fourth fourth and two as well, no accounting for the quarterback and Missouri's playing man coverage so all your defenders for the most part are chasing somebody with their back to the football they're not going to be able to rally and tackle Anthony Richardson before he gets 2 yards much less 33 and deep into Missouri territory so i just thought that was that was really really bad quite frankly and you saw you saw a play later in the game third and long where Missouri actually did play a zone defense and guess what Anthony Richardson forces the ball forces the ball in there throws it high interception for Missouri so a real missed opportunity there but if you're if you're if you're Blake Baker to me you got to look in the mirror after you watch the film this past weekend and say man i really blew it there and if we're going to play that kind of opponent again you got to have some kind of accounting for that quarterback run you can't just assume that Somebody's going to fly to the ball, especially in man coverage on fourth and two. Personally, I just thought that was a big mistake. But you know what? If you agree with me or disagree with any of my takes today, be sure to hit me up on social media at Locked On Mizzou, on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, or send me an email, lockedonmizzou at gmail.com. And by the way, thanks for making this your first listen today. Why not make your second listen, Locked On SEC? With Chris Gordy on YouTube or wherever you find your podcasts. So until next time, I'm John Miller and thanks for listening to Locked on Mizzou.